the technical things, how to run a business is not enough. Because if these people came to their community and they came with mindsets that were self-sabotaging, let's say a poverty mindset, a lack mindset, or a negative mindset, um, it is very difficult or almost impossible for somebody to succeed with a negative mindset. Somebody to succeed in business, in money, in their projects with a negative self-sabotaging mindset. Welcome to Master Your Own Journey to Your Life and Career Dreams. Today is the second part of uh, a personal growth plan. And last week we said that the very basic personal growth plan we can make is actually to read something for half an hour and then put it in practice. Uh, today we're gonna explain a little bit more the principles behind it and to elaborate more the things that we can do as a growth plan. Now, before I get into the nitty gritty, I wanna say that if we want a personal growth plan, there are certain elements that is essential. And one of them is consistency, something that we can do every day, something we can do repeatedly and consistently so that we can see the result uh, over time. I love what uh, Simon Sinek, he made an example. He said, if we today go to the gym, we work out for two hours, we look at in the mirror, we probably won't see any result. Even if we do it the second day or the third day. But when we have worked out for, let's say, a week, two, three weeks, even a month to three months, then we start seeing the results uh, of the workout. And it doesn't have to be three hours. Maybe it's an hour or even 30 minutes. But the consistency compounds. And we'll see the result when we are consistent over time. So that element in a personal growth plan, the element of consistency is very important, where we can do it every day or in a regular basis, on a regular basis. The second element is practice. Whatever we read, whatever we capture, it has to put it into practice. We have to flesh it out. When I say flesh it out, it's not flesh it out. Flesh it out meaning from the flesh, meaning we have to live it out. We have to do what we can in order to put it into practice because that's where the rubber meets the road, where we truly understand the principles, the theories, or the knowledge that we read. So putting into practice, it's almost like we, we, we are owning the very knowledge that we're reading. We're making it into us so that we can become. Um, the third thing is baby steps. We might not need to do a personal growth plan of uh, a very elaborate personal plan from start. We can do very basic, very easy personal growth plans from the beginning. Let's say read for half an hour instead of two hours and then just put into practice. So really simple. Simplicity is good because it's more doable. If we make it too complicated in the beginning, then it becomes very cumbersome and it's hard to keep it uh, consistent for long run. So everybody has a unique journey. So the personal plan, growth plan might be unique to you over time, uh, but there are certain basic elements that we can talk about for you and me to start with. Your uniqueness, your habits um, will shape this personal growth plan in the area that you want, in the area that you need, and also in the way that you need. Uh, eventually this journey takes us into, into a very unique ways to grow and everybody grow in a different way. So the first thing I wanna talk about is uh, the importance of um, reading success principles. And what I mean success principles is principles that can actually help us win. So let's talk about some basic foundation structure that we can give to a personal growth plan. A lot of successful people and what sets them up for success. Uh, do a few things in the morning to set them for success or a few things every day. And one of them is uh, prayer. They pray every day. They meditate every day. They visualize 
every day. Visualize their goals, their dreams. Uh, they, they do goal revision every day. Or they read every day. Uh, they might listen to audio every day. Or they might write every day. And they exercise every day. And like I said, we don't have to do this all of it, like uh, all at once. Uh, maybe we can pick one or two and start from there. If you already had the habit of praying, then maybe we can add exercise. So it depends on each person. But there are certain habits that we need to develop in this personal growth plan. And once again, the important is to be consistent. Whatever area that we want to improve, whatever area we want to grow into, let's say financial, physical, relational, spiritual, uh, these habits will help us. If I want to improve in my area of finances, then yes, what I read will tend to be about mindset, about finances, or um, methods or productivity about finances. If it's in the area of physical fitness, then yes, what I read, what I consume will be motivational messages or visualization about what the kind of body, the kind of health I want to have. Being grateful either in the morning or even in the evening, three things that we're grateful for, uh, it's also a good habit. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I do it unconsciously. Uh, whenever we pray, we give thanks. Um, we're thankful for the day. Uh, we're thankful for our life, for practicing uh, gratitude. So going to bed grateful um, or reading some, something that helps us uh, in our soul, in our mind, in our spirit um, is better than going to bed, um, let's say with a chip in the shoulder or after watching a horror movie. And we kind of meditate those things while we're sleeping. So it's really important to know how to filter and the things that we take to bed. I, my journey is that I got into uh, a side hustle, online marketing. And um, these mentors were multi, multi uh, millionaires. And their goal, their mission was to help others make money online. Uh, something that surprised me when I got into the program is that there was another dimension besides the nitty gritty, the technical education on how to market online. And that was personal growth. And then after being there for a while, uh, one of the mentors, he said something. He said he never saw um, a successful business person with a broken mindset, with a poor mindset. What he meant is that according to their experience, because there were mentors to many, many thousands of um, business owners in e-marketing, is that, and uh, a lot of people that came to the community, and I will include myself, is that we have childhoods that maybe the, the things that we believe were not the best, were not the most helpful, especially if we come from a dysfunctional family, uh, from a negative, toxic environment. There's a lot of work to do in terms of mindset. There is a lot of healing to do in our hearts before we can have a healthy life and succeed in the things that we do. So because those uh, mindset will become limitations in uh, the projects, in the dreams that we want to realize. But in order to succeed in life, we have to have a winning mindset. If you're something like me, who, who grew up in a toxic um, environment, then there's work to do in the mindset area. Because we come with certain conceptions of who we are, of how we feel about ourselves, of our personal capacity of what we can do. We come with certain uh, beliefs, preconceptions about the world, about God, about everything else, according to our childhood uh, conditioning. And a lot of them are not true. A lot of them are lies. A lot of them needs to be renewed, replaced. And that's the kind of work we need to do. So that's a big part of personal growth. Learning successful principles, I believe is very important. Learning healthy winning mindsets is very important because then we condition ourselves to win in life.
And if you're from a faith background like myself, let me just give you an example. We can never take a territory having a grasshopper's uh, mindset. If we think that we are a grasshopper, a losing mindset, even, even if we believe in the promises of God, our mindset will prevent us from actually going forward and take the territory. So yes, we believe in divine provision, but it's also important to renew our mindset about who we are, what's possible for us, so that we can go forward in the territory that God has given us. Because our belief, our belief is at the core of our behavior. Our belief is also the core of our limitations. So we need to resolve the belief part about who we are, what's possible for us. A good personal growth plan eventually is going to help us uh, conquer the fear of failure. A good personal growth plan is going to eventually help us avoid the wrong crowd. It's going to help us uh, use time more productively. It's going to help us know what we want, get clarity. It's going to help us develop habits to go after what we want. And this could be in the area of financial, uh, business, health, personal, even spirituality, or relationships. The last thing I want to say is that if we want different results than the majority of the people, then we have to do something different. Because if what we do is like the, the majority of the, um, the world, then we cannot be surprised that we get the same result as the majority. In order to have something different, we have to do something different. A lot of people are successful in those areas or they're, they're prosperous in those areas. It's not because of luck um, or because of they have a better you know, family background. They actually took steps on the process to get there. So if we want something different, we have to do something different. And this is particularly true in families and communities. Let's say, for example, we want to break the generational curse, then we'll have to do something different than the past generation. If we want to be the first in the family to immigrate to a different country because we believe the country is better, then yes, we have to be some, we have to do something different. Or maybe we want to be the first, first, first of the family to actually make a million or 10 million, 100 million whatever, then yes, we have to think different. We have to uh, take that step to do something different. You know, if we want to be the first of the family to hold the family together, to not to, 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 to avoid divorce um, or having sex outside of marriage or having children out of wedlock, then yes, we have to do something different. If we want to be the first of the family, the first of the community to, do, to be different, then we have to do something different. Uh, whether it's alcohol or, or any other substance, then yes, we need to be different. We have to do something different than what's normally done. If we want to break a family curse, we have to do something different. Do we still believe in true love or a marriage that holds together till the end of life? Um, how, what does it take to get there? If we truly believe that, then the question is, how do we get there? Um, what do I need to become? What are the qualities I need to develop? Or what do I need to do? Or what are the resources and support I can get help to know how to get there? So these are questions that we can actually ask in our personal growth plan. In my personal life, if I need to learn about success principles, I go to Jim Rohn, increase my leadership capacity to make more impact. Then I tend to go to John Maxwell or Miles Monroe. Uh, if I need to, let's say, for example, increase my personal habits of success, where I get really into the practical things, then I go to Terry Savel Foy. If I need to increase my level of trust in divine providence or walk with my creator, my God, then yes, I go to Kevin Zedai or Bill Johnson. Uh, if I need to increase my knowledge in a particular area, let's say in business, I can go to Billy Epperhart. area of health and fitness, I go to Ben Greenfield. 
uh, if I need to know how to love Jesus. So each one of us, we have mentors, people who are where we need to be. And uh, listening to them and putting in practice their guidance is the area is, is, is growth. It helps us transform our lives.